like sci-fi, fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books, then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Today we're going to have a shorter one. We're just going to talk a little bit about some cons. So just a couple of days ago, I, oh, I'm David, by the way. Um, I'm joined by uh, Marisha. Hello. And Andrew. What's up, everybody? And uh, just a couple of days ago, I went to Fan Expo in New Orleans, formerly known as Wizard World. And this is the second Fan Expo in New Orleans. Last year was their first one that they're taking over Wizard World. And you can find my review of that on this podcast feed uh, from a year ago. And it was overall pretty disappointing. It was a lot smaller than usual. And there were some things I just really didn't like about it. But this year really redeemed itself. I mean, I went in with pretty low expectations and it really exceeded them. I was very impressed with Fan Expo New Orleans this year. The short of it is is I was very impressed and I had a lot of fun. Um, last year, there was a big problem with a lot of empty. And of course, they were still dealing with COVID rules in New Orleans and things like that that probably kept people away, kept vendors away. And I understand that. Um, but this year, that wasn't a problem. And there were no empty booths. There were plenty of people there, plenty of, of cool guest speakers, uh, of celebrities, um, lots of cool stuff to look at and do, and, and just a lot of fun. And a specific thing that bothered me last year that we I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but I know me and Andrew and Marisha talked about it personally – is there were no rules against having deviant art on display. Now, deviant art, for those who don't know, is basically just racier art uh, of these of characters and stuff like that. And it's very popular and, you know, good, good for them if people who like it. But personally, I just and, you know, I'm a grown adult, but I just don't like seeing my beloved characters in such uh, compromised ways. And also... I like to bring my little sisters sometime and it's advertised as a family friendly show. Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't when walking around, there were uh, lots of naked superheroes all over the place, not covered, no stickers and anything like that. Maybe a very tiny sticker. Um, and so I imagine that must've been a complaint for a lot of people because this year there was not a single bit of that. I never had to awkwardly look at a naked Jean Grey uh, or Miss Marvel um, or, or Captain Marvel, not Miss Marvel. She's underage. That would actually be not okay. That w- uh, I was thinking, like oh Marvel. dear, please tell me not that. That is not uh, that that was that was not anything uh, to that that I had to see or worry about. So I imagine that it must have been something that they got complaints about because they are at, they advertise as a very fam- family friendly show, and it really wasn't. Yeah, uh, last year. Well, so, that's the thing uh, for us. Like, you know, I don't. I'm not. I'm not so much going to get up in arms that there's people there that are into that. You know, whatever. But yeah, we take our kids. So yeah, if we had been there last year, I'd have been pretty irate. And honestly, I even feel differently about you know because I know some people are like there should be rules about what people can wear and the you know it's like well, they can't wear that in the con you know like band aids you know strategically placed band aids are not a costume and the costume contest but you know <laughs> you can't keep them from walking around outside the con and honestly that bothers me a little less than artwork that's intentionally 
provocative, you know, yeah. when you've got kids. It's like, I, yeah. I don't need my kids seeing, you know, and, su- and look, superheroes that's and soft porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just... Uh, and it makes me feel weird. It just makes me feel weird personally. Mm-hmm. I, because f- like I really love these characters a lot, and I don't want to see porn with them. Um, right. It just makes me uncomfortable. Now, I mean, I'm a grown adult. I can deal with it. It's fine. But when it comes to the kids, yeah, that's when it's different. Um, and if it was advertised as an adult-only show, then sure, nipples galore, do whatever you want. But um, that's not what this was, and um. Uh, and if, if you're somebody who makes your money off of that, good for you, man. I got no issues with that. I got no issues with people buying that, adults doing whatever they want with their money. That's great. But if you're into that, then you simply say, hey, what you got under the counter, you know, and, <laughs> and you do that that way. Or you order it online or something. Um, or even not- have it in this, you know, if there's a specific place, it's like over 18, you know, only. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, now again, I'm I, I agree with Andrew. Like, I'm not one to like get up in arms. Like, I'm not. Um, you know, I didn't like personally write emails to Fan Expo about it, but it was just thing like, personally. I was happy to see less of uh, mm-hmm. or none of this year, but it was fun. There were a lot more panels that were just like for fun, like a lot more panels just about random stuff that were, that were fun, like people like. Uh, a star trek retrospective and stuff like that um or like here's a comic book writer who's like prolific and well known we're gonna give him a panel because we got freaking hundreds of panel rooms upstairs Mm -hmm. so why wouldn't we give him a panel um so they did stuff like that uh the biggest guy there for me was sam raimi no that that was was a huge get like huge get i'm surprised bruce campbell didn't come with him um but yeah, Sam Raimi was there and that I wasn't going to get a ticket to go see him um, because, you know, I just I can't I hate spending money on myself. But my girlfriend got it for me as a big surprise. And that was really incredible. That was an incredible gift. And um, I got to meet him and he I, I I'm happy to say is added to the list of some of the nicest people I've ever met at one of these. Cons. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so. The way that his line was set up was you were stopped at a line away and one at a time you got sent to him. Oh, awesome. Which was actually it wasn't even one at a time. So a lot of things is like you have to have a lot of celebrities I've seen and I don't really mind, but you, you have to have a ticket for each person coming. Like if it's mm-hmm. one if it's one ticket for one autograph, one person gets to go up there. This was not the case. It was one ticket for one autograph, but like you could bring your family up there with you and everyone can meet them. Oh, that's you don't really sign nice. one thing. Yeah. But like, and I wish I would have known that because I would have let my dad stand in line with me. But uh-huh. we both just like assumed that you couldn't do that. Yeah. And by the time I realized that he was letting people do that, my dad had already gone off way far away from the con and I was about to go up there. So um, that sucked. But but it was great that he does that. Uh, but yeah, one at a time lets you go up there and he talks to you. There's no rushing away. No brushing away. That he planned out plenty of time in his day. He was at his booth for hours to allow plenty of time uh, for people to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he was extremely nice uh, to talk to. And he has a very soft voice. And I knew he had a soft voice, but hearing it in person was just wonderful. That's um, awesome. Yeah, he, he was he was really great. Um, 
and I loved meeting him. And he had a really fun panel. He had a very funny panel. Uh, very, very funny guy. And, and yeah, it was lovely that he was there. Also, there was Sean Astin, uh, uh, Sam from Lord of the Rings. He would have been my second choice of somebody to meet because Sam's my favorite Lord of the Rings character. Um, and it looked like he was actually right next to Sam Raimi. So while I was standing in line for Sam Raimi, I was watching people go up to, to Sean, and it was the same thing. Like he he was taking pictures with the kids. He was hugging everybody. He was um, there were kids dressed as hobbits, and he was like having fun with them. He he seemed to be having a blast being there, and and he That's seemed really like nice. a joy. There were also people showing up like with Bob Newby posters from Stranger Things, getting <laughs> him to sign. He got a real kick out of that. Um, Goonies fans were there getting him to sign stuff. Uh-huh. So like, yeah. he had a lot of different corners of fandom right. uh, 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 getting stuff for him. Um, yeah, though, a lot of great, really nice celebrities there. Everyone was they were having a good time. It was just a really good vibe there. Um, there were a couple issues where with the convention center where like they probably didn't realize this many people were going to be there, which I don't know how, because you can literally see ticket sales, but <laughs> they did not open up all of the concession stands. Um... So the lines were like literally a couple blocks long to get. So yeah, we left, we just went to the river walk mm-hmm. um, the, the, right next to the, well, that's the nice center. thing is there's that river walk uh, food court next yeah. door. And, and that's what we usually do. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to walk all the way down there, but like it's better than waiting in line to get because by the time food. you walk down there, you'd still be waiting in line, right? Yeah, um, so that was a little uh, again, there was no security for some reason, and like mm-hmm. I don't care because like it's not like I'm like trying to sneak anything in or anything, but like I just think it's weird. Like, why is there no metal detectors and no security guards at all? Like, you easily could have brought in a weapon. And yeah. I just think that's weird. No, that that's that's not right. Like they Especially they should in have New Orleans, more, Jesus. Yeah, they yeah, should have more security. I mean, there were security guards kind of like walking around the convention center, but like no bag checking, no metal detectors, nothing like that. Yeah, hmm. yeah that that's not that's not a good thing. Uh, especially with the things that happen these days. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish we lived in a world where that wasn't even something I had to bring up. Right, uh, right, but but it is. It, it feels weird to me. I mean, I was never like uncomfortable or anything like that. But it's just thing I, it's just thing I noticed, and I just, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't they do that? But mm-hmm. whatever. Again, they kept the badges, which I was glad to see. No wristbands. I got another badge to add to my collection, which is cool. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I much prefer. They had badges. a. They're very streamlined getting in. So like the con was supposed to open till ten. But they did the thing where it's 9.30, we're all standing around. There were only, like, a few VIPs. So they just let everybody in. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be VIPs get to go in first uh, for, like, 30 minutes. But, like, they were just like, screw it. And they just opened all the doors. Yeah. (laughs) And we're like, just go on in. And and that was a fun attitude. Just the whole vibe there was very fun and Mm -hmm. laid back. And everyone just trying to have a good time, get some cool stuff. Um, there were great vendors there, some great deals uh, with, on, on really cool stuff. Um, there was one vendor. Okay, so just a short little story. Uh, so there's a new One Piece trading card game. One Piece is a uh, is an anime that my girlfriend really likes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a new trading card game, and she's trying to collect them and get into the game. It's brand new. 
And there was one guy who was selling them for like triple price. Like they're supposed to be $15 a pack. Mm-hmm. And he was selling them for 45 Jeez. So I almost told the guy to F off. But instead it's like, oh, no, thank you. And like walked away. But th- that was, yeah, insane. I would have loved to have gone back on Sunday and seen if he even still had any of those there. Because it didn't look like he was selling them. We walked past them a couple times and they weren't getting sold. Because no one wants to buy that. Mm-hmm. It's way too easy to just like look online real quick and see what yeah. they cost i could just order yeah exactly look online and see what they cost and i did that a couple times and it was great when i look online and see oh it's more expensive if i ordered it well this is a great deal this is awesome i should be able to that's the beauty of a con and being there is you get some good deals unless of course it's like something very rare um, right but this is like a a widely produced card game and it, it, it was just insane but actually it's cool is one guy we found a different guy and he had the japanese versions which hmm. was freaking dope because my girlfriend's not trying to play it she just wants to collect them so she got the japanese versions and that was really really cool actually but yeah i mean i got some cool D themed things and then yeah lots of good booths not a single empty booth that's this really really great to hear because awesome. I, I remember so talking to you about vendors. last year and we we had to we basically bowed out at the last minute last year and then basically ended up being sick anyway. But then we were really going to be there this year. It was really disappointing. Uh, I really wanted to meet, uh, you know, to meet Sam Raimi. The other thing was, was I have always complained about this, this con in New Orleans not having enough Star Wars people. Mm-hmm. But they actually had Star Wars people this year. They did. Um, yeah, I know some did. of them, I know Katie Sackoff had to cancel. It sounds like her canceling her con appearances is actually a fairly uh, common occurrence. Which I actually kinda... think she was there. I think she like went back on the like last minute she was able to come. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. She had a panel. Okay, that's awesome. And and, and I saw her booth there, and there were people. I didn't see her because the, her booth was up and her sign was up, and there were people around it in line. Okay. Okay. So, and I. So that blocked me from seeing her, but I think that means that she was actually there. Yeah, she must have actually been there. That's awesome. But yeah, but yeah no, I was. They, they had all the voice actors. They had Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, Matt Lander and... was there. Yeah, um, yeah. But they also had like Emily Swallow from The Mandalorian. Oh, what's his name? Carl Weathers was there. Uh, oh wait, hey, you said Katie Sackoff, right? Yeah. I meant Ashley Eccleston. Eckstein, Ashley Eckstein. X Eckstein, Yeah, she actually. For a second, I think she they had posted that she had to cancel. Okay. But then she was able to actually come. So that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. So never mind. Katie Sackhoff. She's as nice actually. as can be. We met what? her at Celebration. Ashley uh, Eckstein. No, she seemed she seems cool. I said seemed as if I met her. I didn't meet her. No, she seems she seems really cool. Then she didn't didn't wasn't she up for our uh our our, our ready award? Yeah, she was definitely brought up during that conversation. Anyway, I'm sorry, uh, I cut you off, but yeah, no, that's that's fine. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. Like, I, I was really disappointed that we weren't able to make it, especially once you text us Saturday morning and were like, "The it's problems awesome. that I had last year, they don't exist this year." It was like, okay, like, yeah. Really, the biggest problem last year was there were just so many empty booths and not enough vendors. Yeah, and. It, and it was clearly just they had all this space and not enough people signed up to come. And this year, that was not the case at all. Um, they they All the booths were filled, all the slots were taken, and there were lots of people there with lots of stuff to sell. They had a lot of comic book artists. 
lots of really nice people there lots of comic book writers it, it was great yeah um yeah that's that's the kind that i'm really anxious to get back to going to because yeah um it was of course the first con i ever went to uh, but it's also one of my favorites because as much as I love going to a Star Wars celebration or to Dragon Con every year, like those are huge and overwhelming and you're exhausted when you get done. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this one is not like we go to, we, you know, there's Miss- we like Mississippi Comic Con. It's, but it's very small, very laid back. We usually just go for a day. Mm-hmm. But this one is like, this is the size con that I usually recommend to people mm-hmm. looking to go to their first con is to go to mm-hmm. something this size. It's big enough that there's a plenty of exciting things. Like you go to Mississippi comic con and there may not actually be anything all that exciting. You just go check mm-hmm. out the vendors and jet, mm-hmm. but like at, yeah. at one as big as fan expo, new Orleans, you're always going to have something to get excited about. There's going to be good panels. There's going to be good guest celebrities. It's going to be good comic book artists. You're going to get all that. So you get the, you kind of get the big con experience without the just massive, massive crowd. It's still big. Don't get me wrong. Like the new Orleans comic con is big. It was when wizard world owned it. It was one of wizard world's only cons that actually made money. I remember the first year when like the freaking line was like the entire convention center. Yeah. Was that the Marvel year? Was that the winter soldier year? Um, Or was that the year before? No, I I think it was the first year so i think it was the year before because okay. they hadn't figured it out yet by the by the year of this it, it was the civil war year yeah um that yeah oh, that by year then they had nuts. actually figured it out where they were like oh we can like set up multiple booths and people can check in multiple at a time and then get a little wristband and just walk through the door and like they had figured things out a little bit better mm-hmm. um, I, I really but, was yeah. hoping that anthony mackie was going to come back this year yeah. if anthony mackie had been there i might would have made the trip down if nothing else just to go long enough to get my shield signed but yeah. you know because and he he's he's a hometown guy like he's from new orleans right. uh there's a fair chance that he's actually filming a marvel movie right now and yeah. that may be why he wasn't there yeah yeah i'm sure he'll be back eventually um it's a new it's his home it's holiday yeah. time of year he will i have a lot of faith that he will be back to that con. Yeah. You'll get an opportunity for the shield because he's been there a couple of times now because he was there for the civil war year. Right. And then, um, Mm -hmm. and then, then he was there last year. Yeah. No William Shatner this year. You know, last year did have big guests. I mean, they had William freaking Shatner. Right. Um, Oh, they've always had good guests. It's just that year that they had civil war. They had the whole freaking cast there. The the Gwen, Gwen Carlo Esposito was, was there. Yep. from Mandalorian mm-hmm. yep. and also Breaking Bad. I got to see I didn't do it. I didn't take a picture with him but I saw the pictures he was taking and he had dressed up like Gus from Breaking Bad. <laughs> you know, like I think I would, did see some of those on Twitter. He he would stand there like menacingly. It was amazing. And usually if I saw a, a celebrity just standing there not interacting, I'd be like, what the hell? But like with his character, like you know that that's what do. So it, it was really fun to look at that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There were a lot of Star Wars people there. Yeah, no, they had a good. They had it. they had a good. It was mostly well. They had a lot of Mandalorian people, and then they had a bunch, bunch of, of the actors. voice actors from the uh, mm-hmm. animated stuff, which is both really cool. Like that was, you know, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to be there. And yeah, uh, full intention of going back of being back next year. It just has the unfortunate it's distinction of, of being. Year. 
right after yeah. Christmas. Right after Christmas. And well, we have yeah, for- December. We have Marisha's birthday, Christmas, our anniversary on New Year's Eve, and then like a week. And it's uh, and yeah. it's the con. It's like, gosh, that's a lot. And I was also, yeah. I was, I was a little sick this year too. So yeah. I was oh, in the it'd bed. It'd be so cool if Sam Whitworth was there. Oh, wouldn't that be I would, great? I'm on a new quest to every time I meet a celebrity. I didn't do a Sam Raimi because like I'm getting a Spider-Man poster signed. But when I meet a celeb, if I can, like if there's like a low level celebrity, I want to find the most obscure thing they've been in, mm-hmm. and or like the shortest thing, and then be like. Hey, sign this. Like I want to I want them to sign something that they didn't sign all day. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, when well, I was like, in line for Sam Raimi, some guy a guy pulled out, he was like, here's my VHS copy of Spider-Man 1. Yes. Like that was cool. Get him a sign. And somebody some the guy in front of me had the German version of Evil Dead 2. Oh wow. Like just so random, right? It was so cool. Yeah, that's uh, pretty great. That he had that like and he's like I want to give him something that he's not going to see all day. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I've really been wanting to meet Brett Dalton so I can have him sign a Resurrection of Gavin Stone poster. Yeah, cuz that I mean that movie, <laughs> yeah. movie totally I really enjoyed the movie but it totally flopped. It did. Uh it just wasn't it, it there were a lot of things that went wrong in trying to promote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they weren't for that for the type of movie it was, they weren't in with the right people to market. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Is, wasn't Shawn Michaels in that movie? Yes. <laughs> the wrestler? Yeah. I remember now. I have a, I had this vague memory of he came on Monday Night Raw to promote it. Yeah, because the <laughs> the the uh, not that wrestling company, but another re- small wrestling company actually like invested in the movie. And so, yeah, it was a kind of a real bizarre sequence of events that led to that movie happening it was the guy that makes the show the chosen was the the creator and director mm-hmm. um this chosen is like top-notch tv like honestly like even if you're not a christian i would say hey go watch the chosen because it's top-notch tv mm-hmm. it is nice absolutely phenomenal which is kind of always the thing like resurrection of gavin stone is obviously it's, it's a christian film mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I constantly, it's really outside of our genre here for, for the show. But like, I gripe, fact, about, we, yeah. I gripe about Christian media because it's usually really bad. It's usually really hokey and just not well made. The production values are low and you're expected to just go see it because it's Christian media. Uh, the Resurrection of Gavin Stone was not that. It's actually a really stellar movie. Nice. I'll have to check it out then. I, I honestly remember seeing Shawn Michaels talk about it and I was like, I don't want to see that. But but now, <laughs> it, yeah. It had a good cast. It's well acted. It's well made. That's cool. You know, uh, Christina Ritchie, who, the original Wednesday? Yeah. Well, not the original, but like right. from the 90s. Yeah. Uh, she was supposed to be there. And I was actually going to meet her, but I was going to get her to sign a picture of her from the one Grey's Anatomy episode she was in <laughs> in like 2007. Wow. That would have been amazing. She was, she was in one episode. I was like, I'm going to get her to sign this. Uh, that would that would have been amazing. That's pretty fun. Yeah. I was really excited for that. Uh, but uh, she didn't. So that's my that's my new goal of, uh, is to do things like that. Be mm-hmm. like, hey, remember when you were in this crappy TV show from the mid 2000s? Yep. We just reminded you. You're (laughs) welcome. Never going to see one of these 
ever again <laughs> at, a, at a con mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's what i want to do now just find the most yeah. obscure thing I mean, that's what i do with comic book writers i tried to do is be like uh-huh. let me find just the most weird thing that you've ever written and that's what i want to get signed yeah so fun. as far as like you know cons like we did finally get back to a con we went to dragon con i'm pretty sure we talked about that on the show back when we went mm-hmm. either as part of this show or sometime soon i'm going to be doing an interview with uh, someone we had the pleasure of meeting while we were at Dragon Con that we kind of knew from the, they're they're a follower on Twitter. They're um, they do have a YouTube show, uh, just kind of a pop culture YouTube show. And at some point, uh, I will be interviewing him, and I will edit all this out if it ends up being part of this show. As far as this year, like I really wanted to be in New Orleans. Um, I would love to go to SciFiCon in Lake Charles. Uh, we did that a few years ago, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I really think we'll probably try to make either Louisiana or Mississippi Comic Con this year, and of course we will be back at Dragon Con. So, yeah. um, oh, and L- Louisiana Con's in March. If you didn't know, they they bumped it up a lot. Oh, okay. is Usually it? it's in like October, and so uh, in case you had that in mind, yeah, they it's in March for some reason. Well, that's actually good for us because uh, we've typically not gone to it because it was too close to Dragon Con. Yeah. That's the one in Lafayette we're talking about, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's March eleventh. I go. Yeah, it's fun for what it is because it's cheap. Yeah, they're smaller cons. It's actually the same company that does Mississippi Comic Con. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. That makes sense. Hopefully, the location is better because that one, um, Jackson, is. Not I think very it's at nice. the Cajun Dome. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cage, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cajun Dome's fine. Now the the it's, e- it's easy it. to get to and it's fine yeah now we haven't been to mississippi in a couple years they're in a new building now are they yeah okay the old building doesn't exist anymore we'll have to give them a new chance ever since it's always the weekend of adeline's birthday and ever since that year where she that they won their little group won the costume contest and she then proceeded to vomit all over the stage she's never wanted to go back (laughs) her birthday weekend right that's funny Yep. It wasn't funny then. It's funny now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, tell us, uh, drop us a line, drop us a a voice message, or uh, just hit us up on Twitter and tell us about your favorite cons from the last year or what you're planning to go to this year. Absolutely. And if we're there... And tell us why we should go to your favorite con. Yes. And buy us tickets. (laughs) Yep, because right. we're we'll come broke. if you pay for it. We'll be there. <laughs> we will go to all the cons that someone else will fund. <laughs> That's our real purpose in this uh, in this show to, is to eventually make enough money to fund our cons. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. I'd go to all the cons. Yeah, it's a good plan. Constantly. <laughs> yeah, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh, well. All right. Well, I think that's probably a good place to wrap it. I'm very excited that I got my Spider-Man poster that's totally going up above my bed. My girlfriend would just have to deal with it. Oh, that's um, going to serve I, you well. I, I'm sleeping under under Sam. <laughs> under Sam's signature. Oh, also, one more thing. Uh, Sam Raimi's signature is my favorite signature I've ever gotten because he actually signed it in a way where you can read that it says Sam Raimi. Oh, that's nice. So big shout out to that. It's not just a swiggly line. Yeah. Right. Oh, one more fun thing. Just a fun little fact. This blew my mind. So on my way there, I told 
Maddie, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool. Not cool. Okay, cool. Sir. I said, I said, you know, it'd be really interesting if I could find one of the original posters for Spider-Man that had the that had the twin towers in it. Mm. Yeah, because they're because like that's a that was the thing. It was the twin towers, but then nine eleven happened, right, so they right. recalled all those. Yep. I was just talking about it. I was like, that'd be interesting. Anyway, I didn't do that, but going up there, the guy was like, so what are you getting signed? And I was like, I showed him, and he had to like inspect it, and he was like, all right, you're good. I was like, that's weird, but okay. And then I'm in line. And the, and we start talking about it, and the guy goes, "Oh no, no!" The guy, guys, a couple guys in front of me are like, "Oh no, I had a Twin Towers poster, and he wouldn't let me get that signed." So they were like inspecting oh. the Spider-Man posters to make sure that they, because he refused to sign any of the Twin Tower ones. Wow! wow. So, so f- that was interesting. That was a fun fact. Yeah, that's real like, interesting. Because uh, I knew somebody when I was at Louisiana Tech that that managed to snag one of those. Because the only Not. ones that, exi- that exist were the ones that were displayed at the theaters. Mm-hmm. Like, they were never yeah. printed. Yeah. Right. Like, exactly. like they were so never like printed people... to sell. They were they were the... Right, yeah. Right. I think the guy in front of me had, like, a, like, someone took a picture of it, and then, like, they printed it out. Like, it's not like a, you know, it wasn't a, a, an authentic... It was a knockoff, yeah. It was a knockoff, yeah. I mean, I got a... I didn't get, like, an official movie poster sign. I mean, I just got, like, a, a print of it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the poster and then, you know, so I don't think he, this guy had like an actual, like rare copy thing. He had like, uh, I mean, he showed me, it was like I mean, just a small, I think technically if you have one of those, it's considered stolen property. Like that if would, you have one of the sense. originals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause they were but told that, yeah. to send them back. Artifact. The theaters were told to package them yeah. up and send them so that's back. That's just a fun little part of movie history that I think is interesting. I think it's interesting that he even thinks mm-hmm. about that where he was like, which what that means is that somebody brought it up to him before. Yeah, no, it, it definitely came he, up for him to, to have be like, oh, because they're so I don't so, want to sign this. Because they're so rare. You know, I imagine that a signed one would just be astronomically valuable. It like would, I just just randomly just googled found one for like 400 bucks. Yeah. You know, somebody selling it online. So if it yeah. were, you know, if it An were authentic one actually signed, I, you know, clearly he was an advocate of recalling that poster. Mm-hmm. Well, they also took some scenes out of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They re- the original trailer, the first ever trailer for it was put a big web between mm-hmm. the two towers the, and caught yeah. a helicopter. Yep. And they pulled that. Uh, so, yeah, just a fun little movie fact. Yeah. That yeah. I thought was in. I thought it was crazy that I was literally talking about it. Uh-huh. And then, like, that's a glitch in the Matrix type thing. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty so I thought crazy. it was really weird. I thought it was weird that he, like, inspected my poster. But I was like, okay, whatever. And by he, I mean, like, it was, like, his handler. Like, the guy. Right, who, right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his Bruce Campbell. His, yeah, his his Bruce Campbell. Would have been fun- yeah, that'd be funny like- if he had Bruce Campbell there as his handler. As his actual, like, bodyguard. Yeah. yeah. That'd be very funny. But, yeah, Sam Raimi, really, really nice guy. Was really really happy to meet him i would do it again definitely because he he took the solid i mean he took he talked to me for a solid minute which is when you have a line Mm -hmm. like he had yeah that's a lot of time to bother speaking to me yeah um yeah and you know just just, if you're in that situation never just don't be don't be an asshole don't take up too much time 
mm-hmm. because right. you don't want to make Sam the jerk who has to shoo you away. Mm-hmm. So I didn't take. I mean, I, I I was the one who was like, "All right, thank you so much," and I walked away. Mm-hmm. But he would have he would have kept talking to me. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Like, it's really it's really me? awesome when you meet people like that because we we've all if you've been to cons and you've done the autograph thing or the photo op thing, you've had both experiences probably. Mm-hmm. You've had people that just like. You know, they, they move you through as fast as they can. You ever took a picture with Ernie Hudson? And then, and then you have people like Ernie Hudson who won't let you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like my my niece and yeah. nephew, how old were they? I don't know. Like little. Yeah. Like probably six, five and six or something like that when we took them. And my niece will still talk about meeting Ernie Hudson and how nice he was. That's cool. Yeah, so that's cool. I, I, across across the line, the lane from me where Sean Aston was, his hit Sean Aston's handler was in the line. He was like, "All right, guys, please, you have to walk away because he's not going to stop. He's like he was saying, like he's not going to stop chatting with you. It has to be up to you. Just please be considerate of the people behind you because right. he's not going to stop." That's funny. Uh, definitely, if I get a chance to meet Sean Aston, uh, I, I will because that that seems like he's worth it. And, He'll have some fun with you. Yeah. And he's one that now that he is starting to do a few cons, I suspect we'll see him back in New Orleans. Yeah, I think so. And and, and also his ticket weren't wasn't like as expensive as like Sam Raimi. So Yeah. Although I noticed Sam Raimi's tickets weren't as expensive as some people's. No, they weren't. They weren't. Um did you know that Emperor Palpatine uh is Ian McDermott? Do you know how much he charges for an autograph? <laughs> no, but I suspect it's a lot. $200. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty high. He's also that's really, really freaking old. high for Palpatine. What? He's also really old. He probably just doesn't want to sign that many of them. That's exactly what it is. That's him being like, all right, I want to sign like 10 things. <laughs> right. Like Sigourney Weaver, like I think she charges like 400 sometimes. Yeah. Which is her being like, I want to sign like, I want to meet 10 people and make the same amount of money as the guy next to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then go home. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I mean, like you have all that and then you have people like, oh, what's their name? The brother, the, the, um, that made, uh, the Russo's, the Russo brothers, like when they were at wizard world, new Orleans, they did autographs. They set up a table and they sat there for hours and did autographs for free. Wow. For free. Wow. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. It's just like, I've, I've, like I've they weren't comic, on the schedule. creators do like, that. But. They just, they weren't on the schedule for autographs. Mm-hmm. They just went and sat down and they'd say they Goats. had them set them up a table and they sat there and did autographs for most that's of the awesome. day. Go to, yeah. Sam Raimi had a busy day. He was, he was literally at his table and then he went to his pan. He went to lunch back at his table and then he went to his panel and he was mm-hmm. back at his table. Wow. Um, and he did that so that he could take the time to talk to everybody. So yeah, super nice guy. Very, very nice voice. Awesome. I, I don't know. He has a very soft, soothing voice. It's, it's very fun, That's funny great. to listen to. Well, I'm glad it was a good experience, even though we didn't get to go. Yeah. I'm glad it was a good experience for the people that did go. Yes. Yeah. And, and now there's next year. And I also know like next year, this, okay. So this con had the perfect amount of stuff to do in one day. It is perfectly, it is perfectly sized for that. From ten to seven, you will be, you will have something to do, and and but right at seven, you would have seen everything, and you can go home. Yeah. But I'll probably do two days next year. Yeah. Just so I can catch more panels and stuff that I want. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it's one of those things. It's uh, the first year I went to that con, I did maybe even the first two years, I did a day. It's not enough. Mm-mm. Like You don't feel like you can, especially if you're doing any autographs or anything, you feel like you can't get through everything. Yeah, and if there's a lot of good panels. Also, nothing better job scheduling the panels this year. Last year, they scheduled the Star Trek retrospective at the same time as the William Shatner uh, panel. Oh, that's so. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? Nobody went to that Star Trek retrospective because yeah. anybody who would have gone to that went to the would Shatner rather panel. go to William Shatner. Right. You know, there um, were a couple, I can't recall what they were specifically, but this year at Dragon Con, there were a couple of like conflicting. Mm-hmm panels or like you had i think one of them was the orville like where you had two orville panels happening in different yeah. buildings at the same time it was like jeez. you know everyone's going to see the one with the actors right, right. no i have to say the orville panels were a lot of fun they were um <clears throat> we did tell the kids before we went in like look this isn't a kid's show just so just plug your ears they start getting dirty <laughs> that's funny like just don't repeat anything you hear this never happened. You know, like that's but they just weren't as from... bad. They, they they were they were more tame than like oh. Michael Shanks at the fire at the uh, yes Stargate panel. Oh gosh, <laughs> Michael Shanks at the Stargate panel. Fortunately, I'm pretty sure most of the innuendos that he made went over the kids' heads. Yeah, no, they were but they were. He like... said so much off color stuff. I was like, dude, <laughs> children. Well, it was basically the the Stargate panel was like. Innuendo and poking fun at Jason Momoa. <laughs> cool. They like Our to like poke Lobo. fun at yeah. They they like to poke fun at Jason Momoa because they knew him life. before they all they all yeah. knew him before he was somebody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that can wrap us up here before we just keep rambling forever. <laughs> we can wrap up our conversation. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to the Science Fictionary Podcast. We really appreciate it. Marisha, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at princesses underscore and underscore Padawans. And I'm P Padawans on Twitter. And Andrew? All right. You can find me running the Twitter account for this show at Sci underscore Fictionary. You can drop us a line at the Science Fictionary at gmail.com. You can check out our website, the Science Fictionary.com. Uh, check out our other show, Coruscant Radio Underground, where we talk about everything Star Wars. And uh, as part of this show getting bigger this year, Coruscant Radio Underground is also going to be making its return, especially with lots more Star Wars material uh, coming out this year. Uh, you can find both of our podcasts as well as the rest of the uh, Red 5 podcast family at Red 5 Network on Twitter. And I am David underscore JG Peoples on Twitter. Guys, don't forget to leave us a like, a subscribe, a review, a comment, a rating, whatever it is you can do on your preferred podcast platform. It really helps out the show, and we appreciate it a lot. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, The Science Fictionary, where we post lots of discussion videos like this, and you can actually see our beautiful faces sometimes. Uh, and we'll usually post things uh, soon as soon as they come out there. More, well, not as soon, but... Um, Sooner. Closer to like the release date of what we're actually talking about up on the YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much for listening again. We really appreciate all the love. We're glad to be back and uh, we're looking for a great 2023 consisting year full of fun content. So keep your eyes open for that. Again, thank you so much for listening. May the force be with you. 